Um dia de sol Eu fui pra trabalhar Beautiful souls, I'm Camille. And this is Erica of the Healthcare from the Soul, the Healer's Journey podcast. Where we listen to stories from heart-centered healthcare providers who are rewriting their story as healers of this world. Now more than ever, they feel dissonance within themselves and the system and are answering their soul's calling for something more. Erica and Camille host retreats around the globe for healthcare professionals interested in discovering more about their life's purpose in the healing arts. To learn more, head on over to the show notes. Let's go to the show. Hola. <laughs> hey, Camille. Hi, Erica. How are you? Good. Welcome to the Healthcare <laughs> from the Souls, the healer's journey. Yeah, we are doing an impromptu show with an intention to talk about how this came to fruition, our healer's journey to healthcare from the soul. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like it's an important story to share and it's ever evolving as Camille just said about her interview and her life. And yeah, let's just dive in. Okay. Where did this come from? How was this born Camille? Yeah. So it's really interesting. I was talking to my husband over our vacation that we just took together uh, about you, Erica, and how that you've been so instrumental in my life in many ways. So Erica and I first met on the phone when I was living in Portland, Oregon, and she was in Austin, Texas. And I was looking for my first PA job. And um, I applied to this one place that was in Lockhart, Texas. And I wanted to just get a informational interview with somebody who worked there. And she, um, I don't know how we connected with one another. I have no idea, but I do specifically remember the conversation. I was sitting on my friend's bed in Rollingwood talking to you. <laughs> So we exchanged numbers. I called her and it was the best informational interview at all times. She was like laughing the entire time. <laughs> her friend was making her laugh and she asked me some questions and she, she said, you'd be great. Then, so she was the, my introduction to this job um, at Seton Lockhart. Then from there, she and I, well, you want to tell a story about how we were sitting at the cafe one day in Lockhart talking about how we already felt like there needed to be a shift in the way that we talk about and provide healthcare to patients. And it had to do with more of this prevention style. And so you and you and I were sitting there brainstorming at a cafe in Lockhart. I don't remember that it was a cafe. I thought it was a Saturday shift. We used to work 12. So I want to rewind about to our conversation about how, why Camille, I thought Camille would be ideal and perfect for the position in Lockhart. So her background was in, she was working for Planned Parenthood at the time. So working with marginalized communities, she spoke Spanish beautifully and fluently and Lockhart, it's a we were working for a organization that was a nonprofit 
and worked with like inner city and rural areas, the underserved populations that we both were really aligned with. And yeah, that's why she was so perfect for it. And then fast forward to the time that we started talking about transforming healthcare. I remember it being a Saturday shift. Yeah. So we would work uh, Monday through Saturdays, not every day we had 12 hour shifts. And I just vividly remember having an eight by 11 by eight by 12 piece of paper and um, just having it have all these names on it. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the shift when we were outside at the table of the cafe, was, I can't remember the name of the cafe, <laughs> but you and I, it was right this very beginning stages, like where we were talking about um, really food as medicine and how we could potentially bring that into the current workspace. And so that was like where the seed was planted. And then fast forward to a Saturday shift where you were like, we need a name. Uh, and so then what we did is we just started <laughs> brainstorming names of just name, just not even names, just words that really uh, brought to life this idea of health and wellness. So that was kind of our first time working together in a new fashion. And we came up with this name. Shiny, healthy people. <laughs> <laughs> After the REM song. Shiny, happy people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was also informed by the WHO has every 10 years, they put out a healthy, healthy people 2010, healthy people 2000, healthy people 2020. And with my public health background, that was something that mm -hmm. was, because of course, food as medicine is something monumental to support healthy people. Yeah, anyway. Absolutely. And then, so what Erica did is then she took off with this idea and, and studied uh, nutrition uh, while I was still just really trying to figure out my roots as a healthcare provider at in traditional uh, medicine and traditional medicine um and so we can go back to these details on what you were doing at that time erica but that was my our first you were you're that's how influential you were with me from that first moment of when i was introduced into lockhart and then when i transitioned out of medicine, you were also the person who was very instrumental and supportive of that transition. You 100% supported me and my vision. This woman can hold somebody's vision like nobody else. Seriously, she will see it, she will see you, and she will fully uh, make you believe that you can do things that you don't even know that you can do at the time. So that was- gonna make me cry and I'll, well as this flows you know I'll, I'll remember the third but there was like a third moment that was really really important part of my life that my husband remembered and so oh. we'll, we'll um, share that at some point during this episode too thank you thank you so much I remembered it okay oh, so the third thing is I quit 
drinking, well, 99% alcohol free as of almost five years ago at the end of May. And Erica was the one who really shown how you can have like this beautiful, sexy, fun lifestyle without alcohol being the centerpiece of it. And so you were instrumental in me completely breaking up with alcohol and um, starting my trajectory towards coaching. So those are like the three big things that you did in my life to really transform it. Camille did all of these things, y'all. Camille, so my gift is that I see people at their highest self and then I just hold the space in the container for them to realize it and remember it because I was just Erica and Camille stepped into her true essence, her authenticity, her true life's path. And she has been a total rock star at everything that she's gone after, that she stepped into. And I think, well, there are multiple places in my life where you have been a container for me. And definitely launching this podcast, holding me accountable, keeping us afloat and getting all the interviews and everything like that. Like that's, yeah, you have many superpowers, but that's definitely one of them. Thank you for holding me accountable. So back to the story. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. A little love fest, little love fest. Yeah, there, yeah. Or maybe yeah. we'll continue it, but <laughs> Then the idea of this podcast came. So Eric and I had been wanting to work together. Um, maybe in we had all we had all of these different ideas of having a clinic setting, of doing home visits, of doing group health care, where we would actually go around to different clinics and help them set up group visits. Mm -hmm. um, we even applied for grants along the way. So really it, the way that she and I were both growing individually and together, nothing really aligned at that at the time until this idea of a podcast came up. And the idea of this podcast came through me when I was in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico in June of 2021. And I was doing a morning meditation, looking out as the mountain meets the sea. And I started having these visions of being with patients and the intimacy of what that looks like, of caring for kids who had lacerations or, or adults who are having anxiety attacks or abdominal pain, so much pain within that. And I just started crying, you know, the intimacy of having that interaction with clients and then or patients and then trusting you, strangers trusting you with really um, their life and in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I, as I was bawling, I picked up the phone and sent you a video message, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't even a voice message. It was a video mm -hmm. message of me in tears. And that's not common for me to do. Actually, I don't think I've ever done that <laughs> before, uh, nor do I actually call people ever. I usually just text them and I tend to call Erica um, versus texting her. And, um, and I actually have that recording. And so, yeah, and so really what came through that is, as I said, that what does that mean for me, right? What does it mean that I love that intimacy of working with patients directly and, uh, and really, yeah, the, the beauty of that. And, and so I started thinking of where I fit in healthcare and I couldn't see it, not in functional medicine, not in 
integrative medicine, not in any of the fields. And, and I really just knew that 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 was a problem because we have so many beautiful, beautiful people who just want to serve heart centered um, providers out there that just want to serve and help people remember themselves to guide themselves into healing. And so I was like, we need to, we need to fix the system. (laughs) We need to figure out a way to improve this. And we can't heal from a stressed place, right? When we're in our sympathetic nervous system, we're in fight or flight. We can't have creative thought. We're separate from others. We see ourselves as separate. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, what if we spoke with healthcare providers who had left healthcare and then found themselves healed in some way or healing in some way, and then back in the healing arts. And how do they see healthcare from this healed space, from a parasympathetic space, from a space of love and connection? And that's what we're doing here. And I don't have the answers to what that looks like um, per se. And this is again, like Erica mentioned, an ever unfolding story. But when I spoke with Erica about it, she's like, hell yeah, that's the podcast that. Yeah, she was like, it was like, I don't even know how to explain it. A comet hit her crown chakra and it came through her. And when she left that video and she was crying, it was so otherworldly. Like there was no doubt in my mind that this was going to happen. I didn't know when it was going to happen, but there was no doubt in my mind that this was the time that we were going to get to work together. After 10 years of trying to align our missions and our vision, it finally came through. And of course it happened in Puerto Vallarta. Of course, because Camille was in her parasympathetic, right? Like you were in a calm, relaxed, open receiving state and that's when everything comes through. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like the, the healer's journey itself. So we both went through an identity death and it's still every single day. It's, there's a little part of my identity as a PA, as a healthcare professional that dies because that identity holds this false idea that we are the fixers of what is broken, right? And there's nothing that is actually broken. And once you leave the field or step away for a little while, and you realize that, that there's no hierarchy, that there's nothing that's broken, that there's nothing to fix, that we are just we're the same as our patients or the people that we support, then it blows open like this whole other opportunity for us to step into the healer's identity, which is just another identity, right? But it's also an all-encompassing one. It's an archetype that can cover whatever basis comes to the person, the individual, the, the uniqueness of how they're going to present in the world. And it's been really fun to talk to people. And it's for me, it's been a blast collaborating with Camille, but it's also like, it's allowed me to get over my imposter syndrome 
you know, like, who am I to quit something that I was very successful in and try to revamp or reinvent what healthcare looks like? I'm just a PA, you know, in the hierarchy. And it's really, for me, it's allowed me to let go of that idea and that identity and step into this realm of possibilities. Because we talk to so many, and we will talk to so many people who are in diverse service in the healing arts in some way. And yeah, I think the the process of this, did we get into the process of this, of how it came about? We didn't. Okay. Um, but I love to this idea of collaborating, right? It's not only collaborating with each other, but collaborating with healthcare professionals who had their own healer's journey experience and allowing them a platform to share their healer's journey when they may have never done it before in this format. And so I love the idea or I love the rawness that comes through um, these interviews in the in long form. If you've been listening to these podcasts, you know that they run a little bit longer than normal. And there's um, a reason behind that because we really want to get to the the soul of of the person, of the healer. And and that's part of our, you know, our mission of this podcast. Yeah. To um, lend a voice, provide a platform. Mm -hmm. And I believe that every single human who goes into the healing arts, whatever profession they choose, had a vision from early on. And I guess a couple of interviews showed that that wasn't true. <laughs> but I, the end game is always to be, to hold space, to be the container. And I think the idea, the name, healthcare from the soul, right? Like we want to get to the person's soul, but the healer's journey is based around the hero's journey where there's a call. The person answers the call. There's a departure. There's the integration and the initiation. And then there's the return. And so that's the, the arc that we hope to hold for the person that is being interviewed. And we don't, it's supposed to be fun too, right? We're supposed to get back into our imagination and our creativity and really dive in to what their dream healthcare world would look like. And the big thing is, Camille always asks the question and it's throw away the box. Like there's thinking outside of the box, but we're throwing it away entirely. And what will come through, we don't know mm -hmm. where everything is possible, right? And I love the idea too of us really modeling that we don't really have expert interviewing skills and we don't have expert podcast skills. But we have a, a message and this idea that we want to get across and we're just doing it and messy is acceptable. And I know that a lot of times in healthcare, messy isn't acceptable. And so what we do is we get trapped in this perfectionism that we won't, you know, attempt to do something a little bit different, a little bit outside the box or removing the box because of 
who are we, the imposter syndrome, but also what if we look a fool? Um, and so we just want to be an example for this is what it looks like when you just put yourself out there and um, you're always going to have your vision. People. Yes, your vision. Yeah. And you're always going to have people who are going to love you and you're going to have people who don't. It's just like your patients. You're going to have patients who love you and you're going to have patients who don't. And so it's kind of a fun platform for us, for Eric and I also to um, show you our messy sides, like doing this impromptu inter or, you know, impromptu episode today. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you say that because I'm often very critical about my, uh, my us and my ums and my tangents that I often take, uh, which I tell people not to be critical, self-critical. <laughs> here I am. I'm perfect just the way I am. So yeah, I think, I think we've gotten to the essence of why we started this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And where it's going. We don't know. We're just having fun. Yeah. And we trust that the uh, people who are most aligned with us and our mission will come and be interviewed and want to be interviewed. Oh yeah, we're gonna, I know where this is going. Yeah, I do know where this is going. So our favorite thing to do is host events and retreats and experiences for people particularly in the healthcare world, who wish to spend time really diving into what our true purposes and getting back to the magic of what life is meant to be. And so we're going to start having retreats. Maybe we'll start with one day workshops in the summer, but we're definitely going to have a retreat in September of 2022. We've already gotten the location. We just have to set up some logistics. You can sign up relatively soon. We'll have it up to sign up soon. Yeah. And the essence of these retreats will be is getting back into your parasympathetic because that seems to be the theme of, of our conversation so far today. And that's where we want to take you into this place where you can get into possibility and release some of the how. Again, it doesn't have to be in transforming healthcare, but maybe even just the next step of where you want to go as a leader within your clinic or what you want to do to step outside of that to create a, another identity as well as the one that you're holding right now. Because mm -hmm. we can have more than just one. Yeah, we're definitely going to have more than just one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is our inaugural one that we're planning, but yeah, we're just going to unplug from all the shoulds and jump into all like where everything is possible and um, getting delusional has come up a lot. <laughs> getting into where kids are from age birth to seven, where everything is possible. Like the realm of opportunities is infinite. And we have really fun and relaxing, heart opening activities and tools and um, space to do that in. And then also it's all going to be experiential. And so this is what you can take back to your um, 
client to your patients and clients and to your families and to yourself. So this is something that you can keep giving to others. Everything mm -hmm. is practical in um, a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> However, we want to define practical. And just think, uh, just think a beautiful scenic setting that's you know tranquil and nourishing with nourishing food and laughter and love and uh that's what you'll receive so mm -hmm. i can't working on getting cmes for it yes and we're working on getting cmes for it so everyone send us some good vibes for that <laughs> yeah yeah all right cool all Pretty right good. good did you talk about the process you were going to mention something about that I love this podcast. I know. Did Maybe I talk, talk about the pro you're like, oh, did we talk about how the process came about? So we got the call, or I got the call. Camille got the call in Puerto Vallarta. And then And then we, you got the call <laughs> from Camille. <laughs> and then I got the call from Camille, the human being. And I was in Mexico too. I was on the other side of the of uh, Mexico on a beach as well. And we just decided that we were gonna batch interview. That's right. We mm -hmm. were just gonna send it out. We knew that this was a divine project. We were gonna interview eight to 10 people and then send it out into the world. And we made it, we interviewed six people right? Mm -hmm. We batched it. Because I've decided that I'm only going to work in the spring and the fall. So we worked it through the fall, and then we launched it in the winter, right? Yeah. So we interviewed six fabulous, amazing healthcare visionary. And then um, I got my podcast studio involved, Sonoris Labs. Shout out. Woo -woo. And then what was it? Yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so what was beautiful about it is that we, um, I put in a couple of Facebook groups. I, I just put the idea out in a post, just calling for any healthcare professionals who have found themselves in a position where they left healthcare and, and healed themselves and then came back and wanted to share their story. And I received, I don't know, was it like 50 oh, like 50 or something? Yeah. Um, either from people who are willing were willing to share their story or um, others saying that this conversation is so needed. And it's different because we all know that healthcare is broken. Um, and I say that a lot, or I've said that before in the podcast. And we're aware of that. And the conversation typically always surrounds that, you know, how do we fix the system currently? And so I think that it was a fresh new perspective of how to have this conversation, but from a different angle. And so, yeah, so from people interested in sharing their story to people just commenting about how this was needed, it just felt like this was something that had to go out into the world. So here we are, and we are sharing this with you, and we are gonna have so many more to come. Like Erica said, you can look on our website for the upcoming retreat that will be in September. And yeah, please contact us and let us know what is resonating with you and what you want more of. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I, I, going back to the interviews, what's been really, I feel like there's a point in our interviews that we get into a more open mode, maybe like at the hour and 10 minute mark (laughs) where we feel there's just like this opening that happens with the person that we're interviewing and somehow they're their vision starts to emerge because we've gotten the feedback from them, right? That they're thinking and feeling into something that they haven't before. Like all of these ideas all of a sudden came and all of these um, opportunities just from the conversation that we're having, which I think is a really beautiful thing and is a really uh, powerful thing that we should be proud of mm. um, that mm. we're able to hold a container so beautifully that it uh, that their souls are able to come through mm. yeah uh, they're probably like oh shit they're not gonna let me off this interview quite yet <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what they're thinking and they're like okay yeah. let's just drop into something new <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so good yeah I agree I think that um, again, it's a place for people to share their story where they haven't before, or maybe even in a different way than they have before. And that was something that I didn't expect from it. And I didn't expect um, that I would find so much joy in it, but then also recognizing where people are like, wow, like I didn't think of it that way before. Mm. So in the retreats, going back to that, <laughs> That's also a place for you to be able to tell your healer's journey story wherever you are. Because again, the journey, right? It's about the journey, not the destination. So we're all in that currently. And so you'll be able to have an opportunity to share in one-on-one or in large group setting what your experience is. And for us to be able to hold you in that space as well, uh, you have the master space holder, Erica Benedicto, who can see you in your vision. So you're in good hands. So I, I love that part about these retreats as well. Yeah, that that is a beautiful part of it. And if you don't want to share your story, if you're yeah. also just want to write it down, the retreat will be a perfect space for that. Which is interesting because Erica and I were just talking about the episode that I recorded that hasn't been released yet about re-recording that because I felt like there were some things that I didn't say that I wanted to say. And so I think what's maybe an awesome important lesson for myself is that, and for potentially for others, is that our story is ever evolving. And so it's okay to leave things out and then add them, add to them later. So even if your story, if you don't want to share at all and only a little, that's okay too. Yeah. Anything goes. Yeah. Anything goes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But we just love you guys. Thank you so much for being here with us. And thank you, Erica, for being such an instrumental person in my life. Mm. And I'm sure there's got to be like a fourth thing that ends up happening that you do (laughs) for me that I can say Erica has done these. No. I've not done anything, Camilla. (laughs) I've not done anything. I've just seen you. And you've stepped into it. Mm -hmm. And I can say the same for you. Thank you for always seeing me. Thank you for always hearing me. Um, It's been a total honor and pleasure. And I'm so stoked that we're finally working together on this. (laughs) Me Um, too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. 
All right. We'll guys, see. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Please let us know. Give us the feedback. Come on. We want it. We do. We want it. We want this to be interesting for you, right? It's great for us. We could do this yeah. all day. <laughs> we get to hang out and talk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so happy you're here. We look forward to bringing you more stories from the healer's journey on healthcare from the soul. If you've loved this podcast, please let us know by dropping a review on Apple Podcasts to support us getting the word out. As our gift to you, we'll send you a meditation. Just screenshot your review and email us at healthcarefromthesoul at gmail.com. Thank you. And until next time, we're sending all our love.